The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sweet sassy molassy, the Raptors put a whooping on Golden State and then uh, got the weekend off before a busy five-game week with two back-to-backs, a week that pretty much decides if the Tankathon is on full blast. I am here, as always, with Kieran Smythe. Happy Easter. And Ben Harrison. G'day, g'day. And this is Brendan Hodgins. You can follow us on the podcast for Twitter and Instagram at HoopBallRaptors. And then you can follow us individually on Twitter. Uh, we're Ben at Benny and the Raps, Kieran at K underscore Dilla, and myself at Brendan Hodgins. And then also please head over to Hoop dash ball.com that's hoop dash ball.com for all of your basketball needs that's the mothership they have everything you could ever want if you're trying to follow a basketball you got betting fantasy dfs whatever it is that is your basketball thing they got it there well that is a game a perfect example of golden state's version of well let's just fire that one into the sun and never uh, talk about it again yeah they were up by, I think, 61 points at one point, the Raptors. Yeah. More than doubled them twice, I believe. So, Kieran, was there something in this game in particular that you actually think might be useful data? Um, well, I mean, it's a good game to sort of see what people can do when we're not faced with much opposition, I guess. Uh, no Curry, no Draymond even, so it's not like this was a full-strength Golden State team or anything. So... Um, but you know, OG Siakam, they were still taking it to the, uh, to the net, not just settling for uh, jump shots. Uh, so that's good to still see, although we still, we lost of the, one of the few things we lost was points in the paint pretty significantly at uh, 26 to 50. Um, oh, the other way around, I think. What do you mean? Let me see this. Yeah, no, yeah. Raptors had 50. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would have been hard to, uh, <laughs> okay. hard to believe. So, yeah, the anyways, score. There we go. So that's, yeah. Good to see those guys taking it. Um, Trent still looking uh, comfortable hitting shots. Pretty big game for him, so that's positive to see. Um, just generally, hopefully, this is a, a confidence build. That's all you can kind of hope for is, um, you know, everyone had an okay game with the exception of Stanley Johnson. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was, you know, we did kind of what we were hoping to do. But although, you know, that was just monster game. Um, what was Trent's plus minus? Uh, he set the... the the best record 54. for the Raptors. 54. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Do you guys remember when we were all excited about uh, Lowry having a 42 and the, how that was yeah. like, you know, the second highest ever for a Raptor? Yeah, yeah. And then three guys beat that this game. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> Stanley Johnson, the only guy with a, a negative at minus seven. Just, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, so. he's quickly becoming our new uh, pinata here on the show, right? Yeah, but. yeah. Well, I have keep having games been like that, that guy before. When you your team wins by like fifty points or something in rugby or football, but you fumbled the ball twice or something like that, and yeah, you're sitting yeah. there on the sidelines, <laughs> the only one in a bad mood. It's not a fun place to be. <laughs> I saw a comment on uh, I think it was on the YouTube uh, one of the YouTube videos I watched on this game, and it was said that uh, the Raptors turned the difficulty down to rookie at half, and that's kind of that seemed like what happened, you know, <laughs> the two K one setting. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Uh. 
but yeah, no, we got some good minutes out of uh, Flynn. I like to see him sort of separate himself from everyone else in the uh, on the bench who didn't really do much. Um, so that's kind of a positive for him. He needed a kind of game like that, and uh, yeah, we got that out of him. Uh, but yeah, like you said, not too much you can you know, can take from this and apply to other games because this was uh, not your typical game. So, but you know, it was good to see. Got the best yeah, like- the yeah, uh, the f- the best thing I saw on Twitter was like, geez, these guys can't even tank right, you know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was just what uh, on Thursday we were calling, you know, we'd all kind of finally come to terms with it, right? All right, let's start tanking, go oh, for I'm a better draft pick. Still well on board though. And then yeah, yeah, me too. But I mean, it's like yeah, okay. And then 24 hours later, they go out and just put a hurting on Golden State, and um, yeah, yeah, I someone mean, took uh, offense to the- that podcast. Somebody yeah. on the Raptors somewhere. Yeah. Someone was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, all due respect to Jordan Poole there, who was uh, filling in for Steph Curry. But uh, that's just really not the same team at all without him, for sure. Not the same to watch either. <laughs> A little less entertaining, for sure. But. Yeah, I'm sure that game was really only fun for Raptors fans to watch. Golden State fans yeah. would have turned that off, and no one else in the league would have cared. Oh. Or no fans of anyone else in the league. So, yeah, it was a great game for us, but it wasn't good basketball. It wasn't a comp- competitive game. There was no NCAA, you know. No, and I had um, I had completely forgotten Andrew Wiggins was on that team. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, completely forgot. He came out hot. He had 11 points in the first quarter, but then not much else, else the rest of the way. No. And he's, of course, uh, depending on who you ask, either the pride of Toronto or the uh, biggest bust in Minnesota history. So, But... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't mind seeing him come home to play for Toronto one time in the near future before he's like past his prime. But uh, I could see it being a good environment for him, and he could help out coming off a bench or something. But uh, yeah, he had definitely had much higher hopes than what he's amounted to. Well, he's available every off season, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's one of those interesting players where I don't. Yeah, he obviously hasn't lived up to uh, where he was drafted, but he's. Still a good player. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. mind having him, that's for sure. Like, I'm with Kieran on that. And you um, can probably get a good discount on him because he just hasn't lived up to potential. So, And he's one of those things, like, I think on a team like the Raptors, it would really help him out, too, based on the fact that, you know, it's more about building together, coming, like, you know, they, they don't play a, any hero ball or anything like that. So you mm-hmm. can kind of, like, just join in with the squad as long as you buy in, you're, you know, you're going to find a role. Yeah. Yeah, not uh, not to digress too much, but uh, speaking of free, like the off season, I just know I don't know if you guys saw the news. Drew Holiday just resigned in Milwaukee. Big okay. big deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that makes so sense. I think he had team. a player options too. So. Yeah, we didn't he's bring off. him up the other day, but he was one of the few like you know kind of game changers that might have been out there. And uh, but yeah, he got a second max deal, four years, hundred and sixty million, staying in Milwaukee. Uh, well, I, nice. uh, yeah. yeah, I think based on what they give Giannis, though, I don't think they have too much uh, money left over to get anybody else. So could just be them two. Yeah, no, and they locked into Middleton as well. I think they're all on max deals. So, uh, yeah, you're right. They're not going to have the big a three. whole lot of uh, flexibility going That's forward. Yeah. Wow. That's a weird big three on top of that. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, it's a big one. It's medium, and then yeah, Drew yeah. Holiday is uh, – he's – like a great all-around player and then Middleton if he's got that bugaboo about just disappearing in the playoffs but if he ever shows up you know yeah they could make a run uh assuming that they have anybody on the bench and it's not just you know 
cast offs and guys on uh, veteran minimums, but we'll see. Well, it's a good thing they resigned him too. They gave up what three, four first round picks to New Orleans there for him. So yeah, there you go. You That's sure why you extend that guy. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about New Orleans being the uh, for big one in on trying to get Beal out of uh, yeah. Yeah. Washington because basically they can offer a package that nobody else can. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting uh, little wrinkle to the off season. Again, making us, you know, you want to get them draft picks then because mm-hmm. there's not going to be a lot of guys to pick up. Yeah, I don't think this game takes away from from the whole tanking narrative, all that still. Like, it's just a win. Tomorrow, tomorrow, if anything, will be the big test. As Washington, they actually have a worse record than us, so that'll be the big, you know, face-off of the two tanking teams. Yeah, that hasn't <laughs> meant a lot lately. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah, that's a good point, but even more so now, so we'll see. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's definitely the way the rest of the season will play out. This is a good one that shows we can do this. So, you know, these guys, it's good to at least know you can do this, even though you probably won't much for the rest of the season. So, yeah, I like this game. Yeah. Oh, Kieran, the the, the thing that you wanted to look for, it happened. Raptors win the rebound battle. Mm-hmm. That's right. Convincingly. Yeah. 38 for them. We had 50... Three, yeah. 53? Okay, yeah. That's, yeah, Wiseman that's... only had five, I noticed. That was uh, disappointing. But... Yeah, and look what happens, you know, the biggest blowout ever. But, uh, again, yay, Bye. but, you know, show it to me tomorrow, and I'll believe we can do this regularly. But um, definitely good to see, and uh, good to, like, I can imagine winning like this and not winning in the rebound stat. But <laughs> I'm not going to say it's because Chris Boucher was in the starting lineup, but, you know, oh. just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that extra spark? I don't know. Are you about to talk about Siakam there? That's right. That's right. Well, first, a happy birthday, right? He was celebrating yeah. his uh, 27th birthday, I'm pretty sure, on Friday, and he certainly made a night for himself. Eh? Mm-hmm. He just uh, filled up the bucket with uh, 36 points, and on a lovely side note, stuck it to Brendan in our weekly fantasy matchup. <laughs> if you guys yeah, haven't realized, Siakam... That. And Boucher are on Ben's team, and we're playing this week. And it's a little <laughs> tense because it's pretty tight. But I think I got it in the bag. So, uh, yeah, doesn't matter about Friday, Ben. It's about the whole week. That's right. That's right. We'll see how we'll see how Sunday goes. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there was a couple of fun stats still. Even like I know this game didn't mean much, but we don't get to talk about big wins all that much. So, uh, want a few more things? Somehow. The Warriors scored zero fast break points. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> and somehow they had six points off turnovers, and there was 12 turnovers for the Raptors. So even when they had opportunities, it seemed like they just could not get the, you know, the engine run in there for Golden State. There's like you can put together multiple of their quarters and them not matching up to the third quarter that the Raptors had. Yeah, they I don't think back to back, the second end of a back to back, I guess. But uh, yeah, definitely not moving their legs. That's for sure. Yeah, it was just one of those games. Well, you know, it's nice to see. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things from it that you know do have some interesting qualities. Uh, like Kieran, you brought up Malachi Flynn there having a you know a bit better of a game, getting some time off the bench. Mm-hmm. I know he was pretty much just playing a G League game like he's used to, but. Did you see something from him that maybe he wasn't doing before? Um, well, he's still his three-point shot's not there, so he's one for four. Um, 
but took, you know, eight other shots, did really well on those. So I'm shot 58% overall, 58.3. And, um, so yeah, I'm glad he wasn't just settling for, you know, nervous jump or uh, three pointers trying to get his uh, shot going. He was taking it to the basket a little bit more, getting some mid range jump shots in the key, things like that. So, um, yeah, I think those are all big, you know, confidence boosting things. He's really small too, so he's going to have to learn to do that. Hopefully Lowry can teach him before he's on his way somewhere else cuz um he's yeah, undersized for any position. Um and you can see it. So we've got like him and Van Vliet who also early on, I don't remember Van Vliet struggling with that all the time just running under the net, running back out, you know, dribbling with his head down kind of thing. So we at least have two other guards similar size so you can learn from, but I uh, definitely saw him being a bit more aggressive, taking it uh, driving, basically, instead of just settling for threes or waiting outside. Ben, was there anything uh, that you saw specifically from Flynn that you uh, liked better than what his uh, performance was before? Well, I mean, it was pretty like the shots just started falling. Um, he had, what, 16 points, uh, like Karen said, 7 of 12. And, yeah, most of them were from like really in close um but he is uh he is separating himself from the rest of the bench i think he um he was second on the team in minutes that night um after freddie he had 30 minutes he played uh, yeah 30 minutes so um uh, definitely looked a lot better the uh the three-point shot isn't falling but he's not really making it easy on himself either right like he loves the pull-ups and stuff he's not uh, doing those catch and shoots in the corner so it'll come but uh i definitely like what i see you know um uh, now that we know Lowry's going to be out for a little bit longer, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see a little bit more of uh, Flint's sanity here. Well, there you go. Uh, now, speaking of you know other Raptors that had you know a pretty good game, uh, Gary Trent Jr. showed up again on the stat sheet. He you know got a lot of got a lot of run this game. You know around 30 minutes as well, but uh, you know 24 points. You know you've you know, got a steal, two blocks. That's kind of like what you like to see. Six from nine from three. Kieran, uh, over the last five games, I think that's how many Gary's been with us. Or uh, what have you seen that uh, you think is going to make the Raptors a better team with this guy on it? Um, I mean, he's just almost been a sort of, a, with the exception of the first two, um, like a <coughs> stat-wise, basically a Norman Powell. Like he's giving us exactly what we were losing with Norm Powell. Um, this game is a perfect example of that. You know, some rebounds, not too many assists, some good defensive plays. Um, yeah, it's just great. And like, again, he had two rough games at the start, which kind of looked bad coming out the gate, but obviously big transition, big change. It really looks like he's starting to fit in. And, uh, I think he'll like, you know, he's got the good defense, which we require on the Raptors. He can play on the, uh, open court. We get a lot of fast breaks. Um, yeah, I think this is a, it's looking more and more like this is going to be a good sort of long-term fit if it ends up going that way. And, uh, you know, without losing, obviously lost a great guy in Norm, but um, looks like we're getting something uh, hopefully as good in return. All right, fair enough, Ben. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Is there something that you've been seeing from Gary Trent in the last few days that uh, you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, Kieran pretty much covered it all. He just, yeah, I mean, another really, really great game. It's uh, starting to look like Messiah Jerry, you know, pulled off another steal here. Mm -hmm. Um, if he keeps this up, he's definitely going to get himself uh, a payday here in the offseason. Um, I think we said he's a restricted free agent. So keeps having more nights like this. That uh, salary is just going to keep going up, but good for him. Um, but, yeah, it's looking like a steal. I know Norm Powell's fitting in pretty well in Portland. I read a little uh, 
read a little article about him. Uh, he's fitting in well over there um, as well. And they've, uh, I think they're 3-0 and since the trade as well. So might look like a win-win for both teams. We'll mm-hmm. see come playoff time for Portland. That's going to be the bigger question for them. More long-term for us. But, but uh, yeah, yeah great game from him. Loving the junior. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good to see that he's you know starting to fit in and figuring out his role there. Um, on another note, Lowry is probably out a week to two weeks with this foot thing. Unfortunately, it's one of those ones where they kind of I heard foot infection. Someone said foot soreness. It's not really an injury that we can get a diagnosis and say, well, usually this you know lasts this long to this long. Yeah. It's almost one of those ones that uh, you know coaches just come up with when uh, they're just trying to rest guys, but. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we don't know much about it. We, uh, if we find out anything specific, we'll let everybody know. But it just kind of seems like Lowry's going to be resting for the next two weeks, which is, you know, a little unfortunate because they're about to get into a busy, busy week here. Um, and if they are doing the tanking, they're going to have to buck up because some teams look like they are tanking pretty hard uh ben from around the league are you <laughs> did you see a couple of those games anything you want to talk about there but as far as teams tanking oh the tank games well uh the the big one was last night um what was it utah and orlando um i think they were down it finished uh it was about a 46 point spread there when it was all said and done and everyone was making the joke, of course, like, hey, look what the Raptors can do. They put up 60 on Golden State. Well, you know, Utah took their best shot last night. But, but yeah, definitely a lot of tank in there. Orlando's got uh, traded, whatever it was, 80% of their starting roster on uh, on deadline day. So they're uh, they're going for the, into the draft hard. But, um, but, yeah, that was the big one last night. We still got. Yeah, we're still tied with Houston for the worst in our last ten, though. So I mean, we're looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, not so bad. But you can, you can. It's it is funny. The uh, the the teams that everybody assumed were going to be tanking have gone from that passive tank to the very active tank. Like Portland beat up an OKC one thirty three to eighty five. Utah beats Orlando oh, one thirty seven to ninety one. Uh, there's another one here. Oh, but the OKC Knicks B-dose. destroyed Detroit, one twenty-five to eighty-one. Oh yeah, okay. And Detroit yeah. beat us. And Detroit and OKC See? beat us <laughs> just go. last week. Yeah, wow. So tomorrow, yeah, watch the... tomorrow's game. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, going into this week, it pretty much decides whether the uh, the full tankathon is on or if they're going to try to get uh, into the play in there because I think it's five games this week and then two back to backs. Is that right, Ben? Uh, that's right. Yeah, we got two back to backs Monday, Tuesday, and then another pair uh, pair of games on the weekends um, with the Thursday one as well. But yeah, it is hard to tell. I saw a funny stat today where we still have a positive net rating, so it really. We really are straddling the the, uh, the line between the play-in and, and the full tank, as you said. I feel like the back-to-backs are going to kill us, so that's like two losses right there probably. And then um, who's Thursday's game? Thursday. In- Thursday is uh, the Bulls, who are okay. in a weird spot because, yeah, they're, they've played a couple less games than the Raptors. But they just did that big trade, but the pieces haven't quite meshed yet. So yeah. they've had some rough games lately. Uh, yeah. They, on paper, look like they're a better team than the Raptors as far as, like, you know, star power, et cetera. But Levine's kind of been crashing and burning since the All-Star break. So it's not a guarantee that, uh, you know, 
that that's a loss. It's one of those things mm-hmm. they could definitely come out with that that win there. The Lakers on the back end of the back to back obviously is going to be a little bit more difficult. But then the start of the next back to back on uh, Saturday is Cleveland. So that's a game that they should win. And Cleveland is probably in full tank mode as well. And then it's the Knicks on Sunday. So as far as records go, this is probably going to be their easiest week coming up. But as Minus far the as... back-to-back aspects, though. Yeah. But yeah. That's, yeah, that's Team the Team-wise, yeah. So it'll be, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm gonna, I, I feel like if we get more than two wins, it's a mistake. Like we should. Well, either you want to get... Yeah, either you want to get one win or, you know, five wins. Four. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like anything in the middle and it you know it doesn't really help because the other thing is is some of the teams that we're playing are the other teams that are tanking. So if they lose, it's actually kind of like they win. I don't know how to We definitely want to lose against, you know, Washington because they're behind us. So yeah, that'll be a one point or a full whatever two point swing. <clears throat> one point swing. Um as opposed to yeah, the Lakers which doesn't really it's only a half a point, right? So Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, like, there's not going to be much in free agency, like we said, so if we are going to get anybody big, it's going to be through the trades, so, like, yeah, let's get a better pick, let's do what we can, if Kyle wants a month off, go for it, you know. Yeah, I say we beat the Lakers, lose the rest of the games. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, I might actually uh, be betting on the Raptors in that Lakers game, that's probably the only one. They're pretty uh, it'll busted probably be up nice right now, too. And- yeah, they're starting, you know, they're, they're full bench, pretty much, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, so. Yeah, just back to the yeah. The Bulls have lost six straight, you know. So obviously okay. they haven't won since that trade. It's uh, not. It's one. It's going to be a weird week. They, 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 the Raptors conceivably could come out of this with five wins, um, just based on the teams they're playing. Half of them are in that full tank, and they've they're the teams that were expected to go full tank. The Lakers are beat up, and the Bulls are, you know, reeling. They haven't quite figured out how to play together yet. So it's going to be a weird week. Uh, you know, the Knicks, they're they're trying to win for sure, but they've been a team where, you know, sometimes they show up and, they you know, they beat up on Detroit. Then other times, you know, no one plays other than Randall, and they get, uh, they get handled. So, yeah. I'm, no Lowry for us is a pretty big deal. It's just which is why yeah. I, there's another little push towards the, the loss column because, um, yeah, obviously he's the general out there. So we'll see. It'll be an exciting one in a way, you know. Yeah, when we come back next Sunday, we'll probably have a much better idea where we're standing, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's you know kind of why I was saying, and this is either you know we're going for the playoffs or we're tanking. This is what this week means. Mm-hmm. You know, we just hope, like Kieran said, you don't want to come out of this you know with two wins or three wins or something like that, and yeah. you get blown out the other two games. You don't really know if you're you know gaining ground or losing ground. Yeah, don't make the playoffs and get the worst chance at a lottery pick. So great. Yeah, but it's kind of like the old... You know, Toronto teams are great at that. The Leafs used to finish ninth every freaking year. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, you can yeah. never actually rebuild. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to uh, see this week. Uh, you know, when we're broadcasting, we probably won't broadcast after every game. It'll be sort of like after the back-to-backs because, you know, you want to learn a little bit more about it. But uh, we'll get at uh, everybody a few times this week. You know, there's not really too much... Oh, this is it. We're doing one early in the day. Ben, betting. Hey. Ben's betting corner. Chef's yeah. corner. What do we That's got? Right. 
Who do we got today? Uh, yeah, nice one to do the afternoon one. I got a full uh, slate of money lines and everything to work with. Um, so there's a good one, good looking one tonight in New Orleans. Um, when I got in there this morning, it was a four and a half point spread, and they're playing. Uh, they're playing against Houston, who I've talked about the dumpster fire there. Um, so four and a half was a great spread to get on. Um, it's already started moving. It's five and a half now. So. Um, if you're going to get in there, you better act fast because I think they're going to, you know, blow blow that total out of the water. Um, one other one I saw, and it's a little iffy, but they're not playing until later, is um, Philadelphia against Memphis. Uh, right now, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread favoring Philly. Um, but, uh, of course, so it's all going to rest on Joel Embiid. He came back after that injury last night. Uh, but it is a back-to-back, so you're going to want to wait till closer to tip-off, see if he plays. If he does, I think they uh, they give Memphis the business. And, um, and yeah, that was about it for today. But uh, are we going to get out of here without talking about uh, that UCLA game last night? Oh, here we go, a little college ball <laughs> action. Kieran, did you yeah. watch that at all? Just uh, highlights afterwards. After well, once everyone started talking about it, I had to see what the fuss was about, and it was wild. Yeah, ben, did you yeah, see that thing I sent you? Tanking for right, Jalen Suggs. Yeah, he's. Uh, did you also see the video of him being a quarterback? I did not know because I guess he played high school ball, and there's like video of him doing, and he pretty much just like looks like a uh, Lamar Jackson out there. He can bomb it all the way down the field and was sprinting around people. So it's. You know, he's one of those guys where it's just, it doesn't matter. He could be out there playing freaking badminton and he'd be killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Hate those guys. But yeah, what a wild finish, eh? That was just, uh, March Madness lived up to his name. That was crazy. I don't understand how every ending to every college ball game is always just people falling all over the place and the ball <laughs> flying up in the air. Like, it's yeah. never clean. It's always just a gong show. There's been a couple of good ones on Twitter about it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, they don't do the hacking at the end. You know, they usually don't have any timeouts left and whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, the inbound and then he just sprints it up and banks it. Oh, crazy. Loved it. I hope they win it all now, even though it was going for the Bruins there. But yeah, tomorrow night, eh? Yeah. Well, it's going to be, yeah, always. March Madness is always a lot of fun. Uh, you know, hopefully it all works out pretty well there. And there's a, there's a little bit of exciting final there. You know, you always hate when it's kind of like the Super Bowl. If a team wins by like 60 points or something like yeah. that, you're like, well, this was a waste of time. And no one's excited about the championship anymore. So hopefully it's a tight one and we get to watch uh, some fun action, you know, while, you know, while we're watching the Raptors game at the same time. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On that note, that uh, yeah, the championship game tomorrow and a couple of big Raptors games coming up. So make sure that you get your basketball watching in well here on a fine Easter Monday. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I'm here as always with Kieran Smythe. Take care. And Ben Harrison. Have a great week. Enjoy the weather. And as usual, we love you, B, and have a good rest of your weekend, everyone. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.